9. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter number 9. 2 Corinthians chapter number 9. 2 Corinthians chapter number 9. 2 Corinthians, better, 2 Corinthians chapter number 9. We just give God praise and glory uh, for his word. All right, we're going to begin reading at verse number 6. I want to give to you all what God has given to me, and it makes things different now when I go forth and try to uh, be a blessing, uh, whether it's in my love or whether it's in forgiveness or uh, whether it's in my seed giving. I, I've learned some things, and, and I want to share it with the body of Christ. Second Corinthians chapter number 9. We're going to begin reading in verse number 6. Are we there? Amen. Amen. And we can come into agreement that this is the infallible Word of God. Amen. We can go in agreement that through the Scripture, this book, it is the infallible Word of God. Verse number 6 in Second Corinthians chapter number 9. Verse 6 says, but this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth of what kind of giver? But in order to be a cheerful giver, we got to understand why we're so cheerful at giving. Amen. Verse number eight says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward ye, that ye always have an all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every Good work. Verse number 9 says, As it is written, He hath dispersed abroad. He hath given to the poor. His righteousness remaineth forever. Pay close attention to verse number 10. Verse 10 says, Now, he that ministered seed to the sower both ministered bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruit of your righteousness. The word of God for the people of God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you now. We ask, Father God, that you allow me to decrease as you would increase. Pray, Father God, that the anointing will rest upon your word. And, Father God, the word that will go forth it will not fall upon deaf ears, but God will receive that which the Holy Spirit has walked within our spirit. Father God, we honor you, we love you. We bless your holy and righteous name. Father God, allow me once again to decrease. Let me not be seen. But Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus, all that is shown is you. And God, your word will be alive in all of us. And we thank you, God, for the revelation that you have given unto us in regards to your word. We give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We'd like to use uh, uh, for a thought today. Uh, uh, it, it is 
uh, the principle of the seed. The principle of the seed. You know, sometimes we, we, we don't understand why we give or the purpose behind giving. Uh, and that giving has not, just with, has not just to do with money, but it has to do with your love. It has to do with your kindness. It has to do with your mercy. It, it has to do with everything that's going to bring something back to you. So in order to understand why we do what we do and to become that cheerful giver, we have to understand uh, what is the principle behind our seed giving. Now, we need to establish some facts here. Let's go to the book of Isaiah, chapter number 55. Let's go to Isaiah, chapter number 55, in the book of Isaiah. We have to establish some things before we can understand why we are to be cheerful givers and why once we understand the principle behind our seed sowing, our seed sowing, then we'll understand, hey, I'm cheerful in whatever I do toward the Lord. Uh, Isaiah chapter number 55, we're going to look at verse number 10. There's some things that have to be established first. First of all, we need to understand that in sowing a seed, whether it's love, whether it's kindness, whether it's financial, first of all, we've got to understand our seed is spiritual. And that's one of the reasons why we have a hard time in giving, whether it be in love, whether it be in our kindness, whether it be in our forgiveness, or whether it be in our finances, we don't understand the principle. And the principle behind seed sowing is spiritual first before it becomes natural. Isaiah chapter 55, verse number 10. Verse number 10 says this. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, First thing that happens is there is a release, and that release is from where? The release is from heaven. So if we know that if what's being released is from heaven, we know it can't be tangible if it's coming from heaven. It's got to be spiritual. So anything that's released from heaven, it is spiritual first before it can become tangible. It's spiritual first. So as far as the rain coming down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither. Now, what is its purpose? The purpose of the release of the seed from the heavens is to water the earth and make it, it bring forth and bud. That's the purpose. We have to understand the purpose. First, there's a release, and it's spiritual. Secondly, the purpose is to water the earth and make it, it bring forth and bud. And the results of the release and the purpose is that it may give what? Seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Okay? Give seed to the sower. Now, sometimes we wonder why we don't have. It could be that we are not sowers. Whether sowers in love, sowers in forgiveness, sowers in mercy, or sowers in our finances. So, so first of all, we, we've established the fact that, that whenever God releases anything and it's from the heavens, it is first spiritual rather than natural. Now, if we will look at Deuteronomy chapter number 28, we're going to uh, uh, walk through the pages just for a moment to establish some things. Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Deuteronomy chapter number 28, verse number 12. Now, once again, wanting to establish that our seed that we sow 
is first spiritually before it is tangible. Deuteronomy chapter number 28, verse number 12. Verse 12 says, The Lord shall open unto thee his what? And his good treasure is coming from where? Yes. The heaven. So everything that's being released, it is coming from heaven. It's, it's coming out of the good treasure. Anything that's spiritual has to be first released from the good treasure that comes from heaven. It says, to give the rain, rain represents blessings, unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not what? Hmm, okay. Verse 13 says this, and the Lord shall make thee the what? The head, and not the what? Not the tail. And thou shalt be above, what's that next word? Only. only. Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be what? According to God's word. Amen. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do what? Damn. To do them. Now, let's go back to Second Corinthians chapter number 9, 2 Corinthians. Because we have to establish the fact of the principle behind the scene. So we understand now, according to God's word, that it is first spiritual. Our sowing is first spiritual before it becomes tangible to us. Now, let's look at some things that in our sowing that seed, what will actually happen. Let's look at verse number 7. This is why I felt in my spirit God says you've got to bring this word to the house so it's for them to understand and why they're becoming a cheerful giver. Now, verse 7 says, Every man, according as he purposes in his heart, so let him what? Not grudgingly or out of necessity. Necessity means bending of the arm. For God loveth a cheerful giver. Now, so God, help me to understand Everybody's not going to understand about being a cheerful giver. But God says, if you tell them why, then, then there will come a time where they'll be excited in the giving of their love, the giving of their mercy, the giving of their, of their forgiveness, the, the, give, uh, uh, the giving of their finances. God says, then they will be excited. Now watch what happens when we sow that seed. Okay? Verse number 8 says, And God is able to make what? Oh, all grace abound. Think about it. In sowing that seed, in giving of your love, in giving of your mercy, giving of your time, in the giving of your money, this is what God says according to his word that's going to happen. It says God is able to make all grace abound. So grace is, when we sow in that seed, it's going to come back to us in the measure of unmerited, unmerited favor. Grace is unmerited favor. Grace is also acceptance because God will place us in the seat of grace. And then also, grace is love. Grace is forgiveness. He said, grace is goodwill. Grace is prosperity. He says, all of this, he says, I'm going to make it about. I'm going to make it about. 
when you sow, when you give according to God's word, he said, I'll make grace abound. In other words, God said, to abound means it will be in super abundance. Anybody need any super abundance grace? Amen. Super in abundance in favor. You know, super abundance in love. Super abundance in mercy. He said, well, this is what I will do if you give according to God's word. He said, I will make it in super abundance. He said, you will have excess. Excess of grace. In other words, you're going to have more than enough grace. You'll have more than enough favor. He says, if you can understand the principle behind the seed sowing. So then he goes on to say, he said, you'll have over and above. Anybody wants to have over and above? Amen. I do. I'm going to have over and above in everything. In everything according to God's word. Then he goes on and says, he says, it will be one and over. We're going to go to that scripture so you can see what happens when we understand the principle of sowing and seed. Let's go to Luke. Chapter number 6, St. Luke. Chapter number 6, St. Luke. Chapter number 6. We won't be before you long, but we have to do what God says to do. St. Luke, chapter number 6, verse number 38. When we understand the principle of seed sowing, when we can understand it's first spiritual, then it becomes natural. God said, I'm going to make some things abound toward you. Oh, he, says, he says, all grace. Every bit of Jesus, you're going to have so much, you can be able to roll over in grace. Now, when you look at St. Luke chapter number 6, verse number 38, watch what it says. When we give, verse 38 says, give, and it shall be given where? Anybody want to be on the receiving end? To be on the receiving end, he says, give, and it shall be given to you. Now, how is it going to be given to you? It's going to be given good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Anybody need some running over? There you go, baby. Fill me up, Lord. Yeah, running over. It says, shall who give to you? Shall men give into whose bosom? Your bosom. But with the same measure that you meet, whether it should be measured to you again. So God says, when we understand the principle behind our seed, He says, we will get it one and over, pressed down, under good measure, shake it again, that men will put in your bosom. And I said, God, I thank you. See, we've got to understand what God is saying in, in His Word. Now, He also says, He will make grace abound toward you, that ye will always have all sufficiency. You have more than enough of everything. It says, he says always in all things. Then he says, may abound to every good work. Now, I've got to take, take you to this place to help us to understand there's some other things that goes along with the principle of our seed giving according to how we sow. Now, let's look at Proverbs chapter number 11. Amen. It's like a short to the end of Scripture, so that way we can go back to the Word of God. Proverbs chapter number 11. Mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter number 11, because we're talking about uh, the principle of the seed, okay? Proverbs chapter number 11, verse number 24. Am I trying to get your money? No. I'm just trying to get us to understand the, the, the principle behind our seed giving. According to God's word. Because see, it's not always that you need money. Sometimes you just need some grace. Amen. 
sometimes uh, there are situations where we just might need some mercy. Amen. But according to how we have given, according to our seed, will determine the amount of mercy we're going to get. So when God gave me this, I said, God, that's, that's awesome, God. Because there, there are times I need, I need some love. And I need that unconditional love. Now, Proverbs chapter number 11, verse number 24. 24 says, there is that that scattereth and yet increase. So when you scatter your seed, when you scatter your love, you scatter your mercy, you scatter your forgiveness, when you scatter your, your, your finances, God says, it's going to increase. So when you sow, God says, I'm going to do some increasing for you. Okay? But watch what he also says in the latter part of verse 24. It says, and there is that that withholdeth more than is me, more than is necessary. But what does he say? It tendeth to what? Uh-huh. <laughs> you. Watch out now. You. Watch out now. So the God's word says, hold on to that. He said, what happens? You just allowed, you just sold yourself into poverty. You just sold yourself into lack. L-A-C-K. According to his word. According to God's word. He said, when you withhold, you just tend to poverty. In other words, you just put yourself in a family. That's the word. But you got to if you understand the principle of sowing that seed. You got to understand that, God. And I said, God, help me. Because, see, I don't bring life to my own life. L-A-C-K. Especially when God says we can have that abundant life. So if, if I don't do according to God's word, I just set myself into poverty. That, 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 that's some kind of word, ain't it? Amen. So, so if we wonder why we're lacking anything, we might need to check our resume. Amen. If we're in a state of lack, we just might ought to check our resume. Because God says in his word, I just tell him I'm just a poverty. Mm-mm. Jesus. And you know what? It will be by our own doing because God has already given us the word. Hmm. Okay, now let's go back. Second Corinthians chapter number nine. Okay. Second Corinthians chapter number nine. Okay. All right, now, because we have to understand the principle of our seed. See, a lot of folks don't, and for a minute there, I didn't really grasp it until God began to reveal to me it's more that goes with my seed than what I understood. And once I understood, then baby, I try to give it everything that God said give. I try to be more in abundance and love. Mercy, kindness, goodwill, my money, the whole nine yards. Because I do know that something comes along with it. Mm-hmm. Now, now let's look at verse number nine. Nine says, as it is written, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. Now, the Bible does say the poor will always be with us, okay? But there are times when God wants us to be a blessing to those that's in need, that's actually poor. But watch what it does when, you, when we sow to those that does not have, and I don't mean those that want that mess up their money. I don't mean that kind. No, I'm not. I mean those that are literally poor. You know, he says his, his righteousness, talking about our righteousness, remaineth forever. So you've got to understand it is it's spiritual. 
out of righteousness, when we will be a blessing to somebody else, it says, according to God's word, our righteousness is going to remain forever. Anybody want the righteousness to remain forever? Because there will come a reckoning day. Now, let's look at verse number 10. And we're almost done. Verse number 10 says, Now he that ministers seed to the sower, both ministers bread for your food. God said the first return after we sow, the first return is to you. You see, the, the, look at the word. It says, now he that ministers seed to the sower. So God gives seed to the sower. If we don't sow, God will give us no seed. That, 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 that's Bible. That's what the word says. But he says, he says, he also both ministers bread for your food. So God says, I will first return after we sow. It ain't to do power. It's not to your mortgage company. God said the first return is to you. According to God's word. According to his, according to his word. Now, let's look at 2 Timothy chapter number 2. 2 Timothy. Mm-hmm. To back up God's word. 2 Timothy. Okay. 2 Timothy chapter number 2, verse number 6. 2 Timothy chapter number 2, verse number 6. All right, verse 6 says this. Now remember now, the, the first return after we sow belongs to us. First return. Now, verse number 6 says this in 2 Timothy chapter number 2. It says, the husbandman that labors must be what? First partaker of the fruit. After he sowed. Then we become the first partaker of that which God has brought into our storehouse. Now, not the power, not the mortgage company, not all of them, you know, those cash advance places. You know, you don't know. He said, we are to be the first partaker after we sow the seed. Because see, what God says is he'll give seed to the sower. Now, if we don't sow dust, I'm not going to give you no seed. Because see, according to uh, Isaiah 55, verse number 10, he says he'll give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. That's what the word says. Then the next thing that happens when we understand the principle behind sowing that seed, and and it it is spiritual and, and not in the natural first. If we can understand that first is spiritual, it has to have a transformation from heaven then to the earth, then it's going to begin to burst some things. Now, it also says when we give, the second thing that it does, and it says it will multiply your seed sown. Multiplication. <laughs> In other words, increase. Increase. To increase. When we sow according to God's word, he says the second thing after the return that comes back to you, he says the next thing that will happen, he says, I'm going to multiply your seed that's been sown. That your seed that has been sown. He can't multiply unless it's been sown according to the word. He said, I'm going to multiply. I'm going to bring increase. Now, let, let's go to Matthew chapter number 13 and let's look at our field. And we've been here before, once before. And God, God revealed this to us once before. Matthew, Matthew chapter number 13, verse number 23. Because see, there's a process that takes place. God deals in multiplication. God does not deal in subtraction. 
Anytime subtraction takes place in our life, there's a reason. Okay? There's a reason. Now, St. Matthew chapter number 13, let's look at verse number 23. Mm-hmm. Are we there? Amen. All right, verse 23 says, But he that receives seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word, understandeth it, and also beareth fruit. Three things happen there. You receive it into the good ground, receive it into your heart. Then you understand what's been spoken. And the next thing, it will, it will bring forth fruit. But it also says, and, and when it brings forth fruit, there's, there's a process, there's a multiplication process. It says, and bringeth forth some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. Now, oftentimes, and you've heard it too, when sometimes when we begin to pray and we want to bless our offering, we begin to talk about God blessing thirtyfold, sixtyfold, a hundredfold. Well, that's not what the Bible says. See, when we sow according to what God has instructed us to do, the first thing that we're going to get is a hundredfold, according to the Word of God. First thing we're going to receive is a hundredfold. Well, if I get a hundredfold, how I end up with 60 and then 30? I'm glad you asked. Let's look at verse number 24. Let's look at verse number 24. 24 says, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. Everything's good in the field, because you got a hundredfold, right? You got a hundredfold. Now, verse number 25 says, But while men slept, that means somewhere in the process of our hundredfold, we went to sleep. Okay? We went to sleep. It says, But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. Anybody got any tares in the field? Because you know, you started off with a hundredfold. Then there came a decrease. It went down to 60, it went down to 30. And so that, that's the indication. There's a decrease. Now God gave us what he said according to his word. If we sow, he talks about, someone prays about multiplication. So if we start off with a hundredfold, that was the multiplication. But somehow we ended up with a sixtyfold and a thirtyfold. He says that's because the enemy came and so it tears in our field. Okay? All right, now look at verse number 38. We've got to deal with these tears. Who are these tears, God? Mm-hmm. Verse 38 says, the field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. You see, we, those of us that receive the hundredfold, we, we, are, we are the children of the kingdom. Anybody it says the good seed are the children of the kingdom. But the tares are who? So it, it depends. It, we got to check out who we got in our field, who we got in our life. Who is our, as, as, as God gave me a few days ago, who are we hooking up with? Because those that we hook up with, are, if we find ourselves in a place of decreasing, that means we've got some children of the world, the wicked ones, right there with us, and they're the past that's eating up what's in our field. And, and, and they are, they're robbed of, of what God has given us. Remember now, a hundredfold, then it drops down to sixtyfold, it drops down to thirtyfold. God, what's happened, you've got to check out who you're hanging out with. 
because whoever you're hanging out with, they're really robbing you of what God has, has given you. Because see, you've been sowing and you can't understand why you're not getting the same results according to God's word. That's if you got somebody that should not be in, in the field with you. You got some tears and they're eating. Oh, I hear you, Holy Ghost. They are eating up your harvest. That the, those tears, those, it says the children of the wicked one. And I think one translation says the children of the devil. They're eating up your harvest. Been sowing in good faith, eh? And all of a sudden, we, we decrease it. God says, that's because we got some wrong folk in our life. They're eating up your harvest. Hmm. Okay, God, I hear Now, let's go back to Second Corinthians chapter 1. Now, understanding now, it's spiritual. It's spiritual. Our sowing is spiritual. Understand now, when we sow, when we sow that seed, when we understand about that seed, it, it makes grace abound. It makes mercy abound toward us. It's not just about the money that you get. It, it has a whole lot more that go with it. It, it. it allows mercy. When you need mercy, mercy will come back to you. By that seed that you sow. When, 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 when you need forgiveness, because you sow that seed, then forgiveness will come back to you. That, that, that's what God's Word is saying. He says, we have gotten so messed up, and that's why we're not reaping the hundredfold. We don't understand the principle behind our seed. It's the things like, you got a seed. If you have a seed, if you had this seed, no, hold your hands up. Hold your hands up. Look in your hand and see if you can see, imagine a seed. Now, what do you see when you see that seed, when you look at that seed? God says, Brenda, what do you see? He said, what do you see when you see that seed? Now, God says, sometimes what we see is, well, I see this money I'm giving. Or I see the love I'm holding back because they didn't do me right. Mm-mm. But God says this. He said, Brother, I want you to look at that seed. He says, when you look at that seed, and, and, and an illustration that, 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 that we use was, uh, it's like a tomato vine, a tomato. If you saw a seed that's going to bring forth a tomato on the vine, he said, if you just see tomatoes, he said, that's all you're going to get. He said, when you see that seed, you've got to see the whole crop. You see, the, the problem with the body of Christ, when they look at whatever they're giving, they don't see that they're going to get back grace or mercy when they throw that seed. All they see is what it just to see. You see, there's an abundance behind that seed. If, if you can understand what God is saying, according to what you see, it's about your vision. It's not about somebody else's vision. It's about what you see when you look at that seed. It's just like you got a seed and you're going to plant a tree. Well, what did you see? Did you just see a tree? God said, no, but look. He said, look again. He said, I, and I said, what, what am I going to see? That? God said, when you sow it, you see a forest. See, we can sow it and see just one thing. But according to our vision, God says, when you sow whatever you sow, depends on your vision and what you can see. He says, it's more than what you see in the natural. So that tree, I see a forest. I don't see a single tree. I see a forest. And from that forest, you know what else I can see? I can see paper. Oh, I, I can see schools. I see buildings. According to what you see. See, if you just see what you got right there, you will never be able to envision. See, right now, I see the house full. 
I said, I, I can't bust it out of the sea. It's according to what you see. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I see it. If I got somebody that, that, that's not saved in my family, when I saw that sea, I see salvation. It's according to what you see, y'all. It's according to what you see. Yeah, it's what you see when you, when you look at your seed. God, that's awesome. God, that's awesome. We almost done. All right. You know, I, I, I hate when God just showing it, but that, that's okay. That's okay. Now, the third thing. Remember now, first return is ours. Then our seed will be multiplied. Now, the third thing, this is how I know it's, it's spiritual and, and, and not the physical, the tangible thing that we see whenever we sow that which we sow. Now, the third thing says this, and increase the fruits of your righteousness. When you sow that seed, what is it? if you sow it in love, if you sow it in, in, in forgiveness, if you sow it in mercy, if you sow it in goodwill, he said, according to how you sow it, he said, it is going to increase your righteousness. So if you're sowing enough, if, if, have you ever tried to love somebody that just ain't lovable? God says, if you love them, because see, then love becomes your seed. He says, what it's really doing, it's really increasing your righteousness. Amen. That's powerful. That's powerful. That, that is literally powerful. It can increase your righteousness. That means when I stand before him, because of the deeds I've done here on earth, then what's going to happen is it's going to increase my righteousness, and I don't have to be ashamed when I stand before him. God, that's awesome. Now, let's look at the book of Hosea. And this is our last scripture that we're going to go sit outside that. Hosea, thank you, Holy Ghost. Is, this is how we know that it's, it's, it is spiritual and not, not physical. It's spiritual. I'll see it's spiritual. Because if we can understand the principle that's behind our seed, then we won't have a problem doing what God said do. Hosea, chapter number 10. Are we there? Hosea, chapter number 10. Remember now, the last thing it does when we sow that seed, it increases the fruits of your righteousness. Fruits with an S. Mm-hmm. Hosea chapter number 10 says this. Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Now see that first word, sow? <laughs> okay. Now when we sow in righteousness, because he talks about it's going to increase our righteousness, in Hosea chapter number 10, verse number, verse number 12, it says, sow to Yourselves, because you're sowing to you. When you sow, even though it may be going in somebody else's hand or going towards somebody else, in essence, God says, you're sowing it towards you. Yep. It says, sow to yourselves in righteousness and watch what we will reap <laughs> when we sow that seed. The Word of God says, we're going to reap mercy. When you, when you sow that seed, when you understand the principle of the seed, he says, in, in, in increasing your righteousness, what you're going to get back from that sowing of righteousness, what's, and it's going to increase your righteousness, what you're going to get back is mercy. And we, all, we already know that mercy is active compassion on display. So when we're sowing, it increases our righteousness, and what we're going to receive is Compassion. It's not going to be inactive compassion. It's not going to be inactive love, but it is going to be active love, and it's going to be on this place. It's going to be a faith. You know how it is when somebody loves you, embraces you? You can tell whether they really mean that thing or not. 
you, 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 you got the Spirit of God, you'll know, you'll know without a shadow of a doubt if that's the, that they truly have the Spirit of a God-faith love or are they taking it to make it. You see, see, but God says if we do it according to His Word and understand that principle that, that's behind sowing the seed, God says we're going to be reaping some mercy. According to God's Word. According to anybody needs some mercy because you know a lot of times we, we, we when we go someplace and we ask them we we say that I, I need I need some mercy I, I I need some favor I need you to go go before me and do some things for me you see it, the whole thing is behind that seed that we're sowing the principle understand for spiritual because it's coming down from the heavens it's coming down from the heavens and then it's going to give us seed ooh can you more than enough seed the love. More than enough seeds of holiness and righteousness. More than enough seeds of forgiveness. You know, because some of us will be like Peter now. We'll, we'll be like Peter. How many times am I supposed to forgive him? That's what Peter says. He said, how many times am I supposed to forgive him? He to Jesus. How many times am I supposed to forgive him? That's, that's, what, that's what Peter said. And Peter walked close to Jesus. But if we understand the principle behind our seed song, it does three things for us. First, it turns down. Secondly, it'll go into a multiplication process where we have more than enough of everything. All sufficiency will abound toward us. And thirdly, it's going to increase our righteousness so we can begin to reap some mercy. All right, God bless you. Have a smile on time. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Praise God. God is an awesome God.